Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, that managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, FightfulSelect.com. Apologize for the technical issues. Hopefully those are, are cleared up at the very least. Go check out FightfulSelect.com. I'm not going to s- send you through the whole pitch. Just head over there. Check that little right sidebar. See what all we have to offer for our premium service. Of course, we do have our our uh, regular service, FightfulWrestling.com, where you get all your free wrestling news. Click that exclusives tab on FightfulWrestling.com. Find all the cool stuff that we have. Tons of exclusives over there. This show brought to you by our friends over at Knockdown Sports Radio. Host Chris Calicut and Cody Teague dive deeper into topical sports stories, exploring the social relevance and fallout of those stories. You can follow them at Knockdown underscore media on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from the Fightful podcast and Fightful.com. You can check out their show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, and more. I will be appearing on that show this week. Anybody who... uh, uses the Fightful forums can tell that I am big into NBA free agency and the draft. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. I do have that thread going on over at Fightful, but the, the guys over at Knockdown Sports Radio, A-plus dudes, great stuff over there. Really looking forward to being on their show. Also, this show brought to you by omg.com. That's O-M-G-H-E-E.com. Our world has been flooded with processed genetically modified foods. However, natural organic foods are by far the best options for optimal nutrition. Ghee is a superfood, according to many top nutritionists and athletes, because of its high healthy fat content. Their ghee is made out of 100% organic essential fats, free of additives, preservatives, chemicals, and flavor enhancers. It's just 100% pure, wholesome food. I use it instead of butter or margarine, or I can't believe it's not butter, any of that stuff. It is a purified essence of butter loaded with those omega-3s, those omega-9s, vitamin A, D, E, and K. They got it. OMG.com. I love this stuff. I I cook it, my steaks with it. I cook pork chops with it, burgers, all that good stuff. You know what? 
I'm going to go over to omg.com, probably order me another jar very soon. This stuff lasts quite a while. I just want to stock up because they sell quick. Head over there, check them out. Probably going to lather, just lather a pork chopping ghee before I appear on uh, Knockdown Sports Radio this week. Let the people at OMG Butter on Twitter know that you heard about them from us. I'm here with Alex Palowski, round two. Here we go, Alex. I'm not even going to give you the, the proper intro. WWE has announced that the NXT UK brand is launching in the UK. I'm hoping to have Robbie Radford, Joe Holbert, Holbert somebody like that, discuss this with me this week. But two new championships also added, the women's championship and the tag team championship. What do you think this means? They're, they're getting really aggressive about expanding into the UK. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot. Uh, among uh, the indie set on my Twitter feed, talking about how uh, WWE is just signing everybody from the British Indies to crush the British Indies because they're nefarious. And, like, they probably are. I mean, that's probably exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it. But, I mean, the fact that it's not the UK show, but it's NXT, UK NXT makes, for, for me, that's like, can we see some crossover? Like I want to see because we're already seeing Pete Dunn do some stuff on on NXT stuff. More and more of that. I want. Well, I can, I can kind of, of answer that. that for you a little bit. I was on the post mat or the post show press conference with Triple H the other night, and he said we could expect some crossover. He he said or he didn't necessarily announce this brand, but he telegraphed this pretty well. He said that he could see multiple brands in Europe, and that he sees these under the NXT umbrella. What do you think about them adding a couple new championships when all is said and done, 20 champions overall, and I know for a fact they submitted, a design was submitted for cruiserweight tag titles, but they haven't been instituted, and it really seems like in recent weeks on 205 Live, they've backed off of that, especially with Itami and Tozawa splitting up. Yeah, Itami and Tozawa splitting up, uh, and I mean, listen, the Lucha House Party can, can go up against anybody as far as I'm concerned. They're a lot of fun, but... As we saw, uh, like, I don't know, it's got to be a couple of months ago now, that tornado tag match between the Tozawa and Itami versus Metalik and Lince Dorado was just amazing. I think that you could really build a whole division around the tornado tag format with, with, uh, with Cruiserweights because it's, it's just so exciting. Um, I'm all for more stuff for people to be, to be fighting for because – a lot of what we see say when we watch all this stuff is that there's no stakes. Like, but in NXT, it seems like it doesn't matter. Like, like well, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet weren't fighting over anything. Well, the only time stakes are going to matter in a situation like that is if they are lathered in ghee from omghee.com. True. True. Yeah, uh, I'm interested in this new brand. We will be covering it, of course. We've got some of the information up. I mean, WWE, it's funny. I always joke. You know, sometimes I'll get answers back from WWE PR, although this week they've been nothing but pleasant to deal with. When they want to get something out there, they get a hold of you before you get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. Before I can even process what's going on, it's like, bam, WWE PR has a press release set up. It was like that for the Australia Super Show, which we were about to talk about, and uh, as well as this UK stuff. WWE heading to Australia. For those of you uh, wondering, it is the other end of the country from Anna because I already looked into it and I was like, hey, maybe that's near her. 
Of course, you know, surely Australia is the size of a shopping mall. I've known her for two years now, and she constantly tells me that it's not. But maybe it is. No, it's it's like it's all the way on the other end of the country from her. It's, so it's like a two-hour drive. I'm sure it's a it's pretty small. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing a super show over there. Undertaker, yes. Triple H, last time ever. They say. Well, sure, why not? I mean, it should be. My God, it should be. But but who knows? You know, if if Vince if, if it goes over well, and Vince is like, ah, oh, let's do it again. We'll just do it because that's what happens. Um, I'm 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 much more excited uh, to watch this show because, as far as I know, uh, Australia isn't involved in a proxy wars where they're starving the population. So so I don't have to feel bad about like rooting, like watching and supporting. This They've thing, done some so. pretty cool stuff politically of late, actually. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that's good. I can support. I feel like I can support them without feeling bad. Uh, and yeah, that's good. Um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what if this is just another uh, Greatest Royal Rumble, as far as like it being a house show, really with like no title, uh, no title uh, exchanges, and um, it not meeting anything. Like um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the matches may may be good, or they may be like like we saw. We were really hoping for that great IC title fatal four way ladder match, and it was like, hey, we climbed a ladder kind of, and then we knocked it over, and it kind of grazed us. It wasn't really a ladder match. It was a thing that you would do on a house show. So we'll see what happens with this uh, Australian thing. But fingers crossed. Yeah, the comparisons I made to the Greatest Royal Rumble ladder match was. Basically, the first one, and when I say the first one, I mean Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart on Coliseum Video. First one, uh-huh. like not it was. This is what a ladder match is. Uh-huh. The very structure of a ladder match. Uh, David Tease, who does a ton of coverage for us, and actually, right after covering Raw, he'll be covering Kazuna Road Day Four for us at five thirty in the morning. I said, "You covering this one live?" And he said, "Damn, Skippy." <laughs> so there you go. And of course, we will have a post show when that happens. What time it will be? I don't know because I'm probably not waking up at four in the morning to watch an Australia house show. But we'll see if if Jimmy commands it. Then that's that's what I'll be doing. So there we go. We got WWE Monday Night Raw again, guys. On Fightful Select, I did post the Raw production script. I break those down on the Fightful Wrestling Weekly, which is also broken down by me on Fightful Select and by our friends at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Go give them a follow. I think either they are at 100,000 followers or they're damn close to it. They're about to get that that beautiful like golden button or whatever the hell it is they give you at 100,000 subscribers. But they, they are very close. They're at 98,000. We got Raw to talk about. This is one hell of an open, Alex. Mm-hmm. Anything? Oh, no. I thought... I thought I, I... You throw to me, I throw back to you. You go. Yes, yeah, it, but, was. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely camera going. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a hell of an open. I, I have. I have a whole angle on this, but I'd like to you you describe what we saw, and then I'll I'll go into my angle. Sure. Well, for all the criticism that Alexa Bliss got about not bumping last night, that is that did not carry over to tonight. So the idea that she was protecting a tattoo that she just got <laughs> is a square out the window. Alexa Bliss is brought out. We're told that Nia Jax is not there. She is rehabbing in Birmingham. Apparently, the same courtesy could not be extended to one Kevin Owens. Yeah, no. Uh, she'll get her rematch at Extreme Rules, and I'm just thinking, 
Yeah. Rematch. Yep. Why? Come on. It's not needed. Did did Alexa get her rematch? She did, didn't she? Yeah, she that was oh. that was that uh backlash or whatever. Yeah, 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 that thing. Alexa Bliss now has more title reigns than Mula, so therefore Alexa is better. <laughs> well. Ronda Rousey comes out and she's pissed off. She goes right towards Alexa. Alexa says that everything she did last night was perfectly legal, which actually isn't true, which is why the title match ended in a DQ. That's true. Because it was not legal, actually. Rousey gets tired of Alexa after she's called an uh, overrated rookie. Angle tries to restrain Rousey, but Rousey gets a beautiful arm throw and punches Bliss in the ribs. And, oh boy, you know I'm a sucker for good technique. (laughs) Your boy used to teach some kickboxing. And I... Ronda Rousey's not known as the greatest striker in the world. However, when she hit some pads, she could look good here and there. This one made me melt. You don't see a lot of good rib punches in pro wrestling, and Ronda Rousey was all about that. As it turns out, lackluster striking in MMA can translate into superior striking in pro wrestling, and uh, less than stellar acting ability as an actress can translate into outstanding acting in pro wrestling. Through this first bit of this, I was already cooking. I was already good to go. I was like, man, this is already great. Yeah, uh, this was interesting to me. The uh, um, the the Nia Jax thing of she's invoking a rematch clause, uh, extreme rules. Okay, now comes the thing of, of maybe they'll they'll do this thing where she's not fully one hundred percent, but she still wants a rematch now because she can't wait. That's fine. You that that would be a reason why we're probably going to see her fight from underneath again because Alexa Bliss only works heel, uh, and and Nia now has to be the babyface again when she was just a heel last night. Um, and if you watch her on on Twitter after this whole thing, she was just going off on on how much she enjoyed like oh, you go girl to Ronda Rousey and like. Oh, okay. So you were trying to kill her last night, but tonight you're, she's your friend because now you have a common enemy. Uh, this is all this is all really great in, in the in the ring, but the the ramifications for now that they still can't quite figure out who Nia Jax is or is supposed to be as a character um, makes me think that you know obviously she's going to lose uh, Extreme Rules, and then where she goes from there, I'm not sure. So Ronda Rousey grabs the briefcase and beats the living shit out of both Kurt Angle and Alexa Bliss with it. Rousey beat up a bunch of refs, too. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, powerbomb. Okay, when I say like powerbombs, Alexa Bliss, it's not just me throwing the word like out there, as I sometimes do. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this was akin to Oz, Vinny Vegas, early Diesel, as in over-the-shoulder. Mm-hmm arms around the biceps type of powerbomb. Boy, Alexa Bliss was tucking that chin. (laughs) She was making sure (laughs) she was doing what she could. Uh, Yeah, this, this, uh, this was almost a razor's edge, except she didn't extend the arms. That's a, that's about what this was. Uh, Looked great. Uh, Alexa Bliss took it like a champ. Um, uh, This, this was uh, the almost, Point for point, the exact thing they did with Brock Lesnar after Seth Rollins cashed in on him in Mania 31, 
They had to get Brock out of the title picture for a month or more. Um, so they had him come out, demand to, to get a piece of Seth Rollins after Seth Rollins cashed in on him. Then when they told him no, he he went crazy. And he destroyed a whole bunch of stuff. And he f 5 Michael Cole like three times. Uh, and so they suspended him. That's basically what this was. This is okay. We 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 gotta we're gonna save Ronda your your match uh, with Alexa for SummerSlam, but we also can't think of anything for you to do in the meantime. So you're gonna go away, and this is how we're gonna do that. And I'm fine with that. It makes sense story wise, but it's also fun to me to like keep a mental note of all the times you've seen this story progression in the past and go. Basically, WWE has like maybe two dozen storylines that they can run at any one time, and they just keep figuring out how to put piece them all together. Because if it's not broke, don't fix it. They figure, and I guess it's not broken, but we've seen it before. There's other things you can do besides this. Although this was really, really good. Crowd was cooking, man. I had a lot of people saying that they thought that Rousey would be built like. Brock Lesnar right out of the gate. I don't think that's best for her. I think it was best for Ronda Rousey. I mean, she had already made a career with 15-second matches. And I think if you bring her in and build her exactly like that after we saw her lose in two very high-profile fights, I don't know if that that bodes well because we've seen how the crowd can reject somebody if, if they know that WWE's machine is behind them. WWE, everybody knows the machine is behind her. However, her willingness to adapt and learn things and apparently do it very, very quickly, I think that I think it was right to showcase that. And initially you did it in a match where it was a tag match, so you, you had a little more creativity available at your disposal as opposed to a one-on-one match. And then they do it with Nia Jax, who is way bigger, and exploited the rule set and attacked her early on. I thought it was really good, and I think this was a good transition into that because against Alexa Bliss, you can't do those things. Alexa Bliss has to be a coward. Yes. Um, I also want to point out uh, the just beautiful fluidity of that hip throw to Kurt, Kurt Angle. Just, I just, it was perfect. Like it was she, beautiful. It was so good. I mean, obviously it should be. She's a freaking judo master, but, but we don't, you don't see something that just, it, it honestly looked like it was somebody, a skilled fighter, Reacting in real time, not this is a choreographed move we've worked out and we're going to do it now. Well, and you know the thing is, anytime she decides to do that to anybody, yeah. it very well could be because she knows how to make them land safely. Yep. And anybody who's taken these are all people who know to take bumps. Yep. That's it. And when Ronda Rousey's throwing you, if you can bump, you'll be all right. Yep. Backstage, Kurt Angle does suspend Ronda Rousey, who storms off. She says that she is going to kick Alexa Bliss's pink-haired ass. So Ronda Rousey's going to hit the bricks and watch some knockdown sports radio for the next month, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, it was one of those things where I was like, I didn't, I didn't realize that, that Alexa Bliss's <laughs> ass had pink hair all over it. Because honestly, for 15 seconds, I became 10 years Will old. Will you stop it? I know. Will you stop it? Intercontinental Championship fun. Dolph Ziggler defeated Seth Rollins to become the Intercontinental Champion. Rollins makes an icy open challenge, icy title open challenge, rather. 
answering is Dolph Ziggler. Nothing much happens before the first commercial, but as we come back, Ziggler gets catapulted into the post, and nobody does that better than him. It's really great. Rollins gets a sling blade and a suicide dive. Ripcord knee, but misses a stomp. Ziggler gets that Fey Master. Rollins counters a super kick with two of his own, and a struggle leads to a buckle bomb. Drew McIntyre distracts Seth Rollins, leads to a couple of roll-ups, and then Ziggler wins exactly how Rollins won last night. He is a six-time Intercontinental Champion. Ziggler and Drew beat, uh, beat Rollins down. The two will have a rematch next week. Let's talk about the match first. This was it was a pretty good match. It wasn't like blow away. It was like a, as far as open challenges go, it wasn't seen a Neville by any stretch. But no. it was decent. And Dolph Ziggler, your Intercontinental Champion. Your thoughts on that? Um, uh, like the match. It, it's it's good. A good TV Intercontinental Title match. Uh, I, I I love the open challenge format. Uh, because you never know what, what you're going to get. Um. And this, I mean, we've seen him do one. It's, it's Mojo Raleigh, you know? I mean, like, that's, it's like, oh, hey, this will be Mojo's best match ever. And it was. And, um, but we knew Mojo wasn't going to win. When, Z- when Ziggler came out, um, followed immediately by Drew, I was like, I liked the, the thing of which one of them is going to get the title shot. That was a cool little moment. Uh, and I said to myself, well, if, if Dolph's going to win, I mean, obviously... Drew's going to play a factor in that. And then you really do have uh, Shawn Michaels and Diesel because that they, that's how the whole thing started. Back when Diesel was in his windbreaker phase, uh, it was Shawn Michaels holding the IC title belt. Uh, and and that's, that's how they rolled. And this, this is interesting because also everyone's like, okay, great. Now that Dolph is IC champion, uh, Drew can turn on him and become IC title holder. And I was like, well, yeah, eventually – I kind of yeah. want to see how this goes for a few months at least. I mean, they, they managed to freshen up Dolph Ziggler in my estimation, and that was yeah. not going to be easy after just the ill-advised booking. Right. But Backstage, the, the Ziggler, main, go the ahead, main sorry. Thing, the main thing for me that you have to understand is that as a wrestler, you have to understand, if you live by the pulling of the tights, you die by the pulling of the tights. And, you know, it's it's this is it's karma. Like that's why I was I was kind of upset by about Seth Rollins winning by a chicanery last night, and he lost by the same chicanery tonight because it always comes back and bites you, kids. So these two will have a rematch next week. I look at Rollins losing the Intercontinental Title as a good thing because I think it means bigger things. Ziggler says the Monday Night Rollins was canceled, and no crying online is going to get it revived. Rollins says that McIntyre is a problem that he has a week to solve because he's getting that rematch. How do you think he solves this, or does he? I mean, I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, uh, your optimism, I hope, it bears fruit. Um, uh, yes, I would love to see him uh, maybe involved in this m- nebulous multi-man match they're going to have at Extreme Rules. Um, the problem I have with this whole thing is now you've got Braun with his Money in the Bank briefcase – so um, Seth coming in there and beating Brock one on one is a great is a great story, and it also then becomes muddied by this giant monster in a bank, and you know that's I'm wor- wondering how that it goes as far as solving Drew McIntyre. I mean, I I, I don't know. <laughs> Does he lock him in a broom closet? 
I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know where you get this. I mean, here's the thing. Um, maybe he's got Roman in his corner. Question I'll, mark? I'll, I'll reiterate my point from last night because a lot of people misunderstood. I mean, we lost some viewers talking about Roman last night. <laughs> in my estimation, if you don't want to get the type of reaction that Roman Reigns and Gender got last night, you put Roman Reigns with somebody that fans care about. We have seen that it has to be somebody that they care about because if you put it put him up against somebody that the crowd hates, the crowd is smart enough to realize what you're doing. Yep. They know that you're trying to get Roman Reigns cheered, and they'll just reject the whole thing. That's why when people say, well, you, you can't turn Roman Reigns heel, he'll get cheered. Well, okay, good. That's, that's a great thing then. So in the interim, you either turn the guy heel and let him, let him run with the negative reactions, or you put him with somebody that people care about, a Rollins, a Strowman, even a Rusev people care about, an Elias people care about. However, I can see a couple things happening. If they do go the course, and this, this, in my estimation, this is what they need to do to make this successful. If you run Rollins or Reigns and Lesnar again, it's gonna get it's, it's gonna get fart noises. It's gonna get fart noises. If Braun Strowman says the only thing I love more than becoming WWE Universal Champion is kicking Roman's ass too, and inserting him into this match, yep, that could work. Of course, if you involve Rollins. Yeah. If you put Rollins in there against Lesnar, Rollins beats him, and then Reigns comes in there, boy, that that's you're cooking with fire there because yeah. you have that and you have ready-made something for Dean to get involved in when he comes back too. Yeah, um, the this this whole um, Rollins Reigns thing, uh, I I I don't I don't know where they're going with this, um, but I I do know that. Um, Reigns Lesnar is 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 death. Something I saw on the internet speculation, rampant speculation, is that they gave yeah. the the briefcase to Braun because they're still gonna do Roman versus Brock, and if they get a reaction similar to the one they got in Saudi Arabia and the one they got in uh, everywhere else, that they'll be like, okay, we're pulling the trigger. Braun, go down there. You're the new champ. We're 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 axing this thing. Like I I don't know if that's exactly how they're doing it. Um, but if that's how they did it, I mean, you certainly would get a big pop. Guys, if you are watching on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, click that bell notification. Of course, word of mouth always helps us. I want to get all these shows to like 50,000 views, guys. We're breaking stories almost every day. Show us some loves, guys. It's not easy breaking into the world of wrestling news and under a new site, so any word of mouth that you all can can help us out with, that does help us out a ton because that's the best way to get viewers is just people saying that they like the show. Bobby Roode defeated Kurt Hawkins. Great, glorious DDT. That was it. Nothing short, painless. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know what this what this what this accomplishes. Gets Roode on TV, but I don't really need him on, on TV. Glorious. Braun and KO. Braun is out and he mentions his accomplishments and he is interrupted by Kevin Owens who congratulates him and says he deserves it. Sells his injuries from last night so well. Mm -hmm. So well. They really should not have had him wrestle on this show. KO says that nobody's around to watch Braun's back now and straight up says, listen, we can use each other and then when you win your title, give me a match. We'll call it even. 
he seemed very, very real here. Uh-huh. He seemed very genuine. His character seemed genuine. Right. Braun Strowman shakes Kevin Owens' hand and then holds onto it and tries to power slam him, but escapes. Now, I, I've got some issues here. One, Kevin Owens seems like the nice guy, the good guy here. And it's okay for Braun to not be a nice guy. But considering how often he's buddied up with everybody, yeah, I, that, that's a little weird to me maybe because later on he's like, me and my buddy Finn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't love this. I mean, he's, he's, he's like, as soon as Brock shows up, I'm cashing this in and I, but, but Brock doesn't show up. That's the whole point. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, there's a thing. I wonder if they expect us to have forgotten the times in the past, like with RVD, where you can cash in your thing ahead of time and say, we're going to do this on a date that I choose, and it's three weeks or two months from now or whatever. Like, I wonder if they've forgotten, if they will expect us to have forgotten that's a thing. Because otherwise, I don't understand why he's like, I'm just waiting around. If he shows up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out and catering. And if I see him, I'm totally cashing this in. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, you can make him show up. You have the power to do that because you have the briefcase. But they're not, they're not letting him use that. So I guess they're expecting us to forget, uh, which I don't want to forget. I want him to do, do that. Do you remember when I was on vacation in Toronto last year and Brock Lesnar commented on some story? I can't remember what it was. But they were like, AP was able to reach Brock Lesnar for comment. And I'm like, the hell you were. That was a plan. <laughs> like, Brock Lesnar cannot be reached for comment unless he wishes to comment. So, like, I was, I was like, what did the AP, like, camouflage themselves in snow, the, like the snow gear? That like some military wear and like trek through, trying not to get shot or run over by elk. Like, does that what is that what Braun has to do? Does he have to go and twenty four seven rule this thing? Yeah, in like Canada. Uh, some somebody was saying that they should. Uh, he should. We should have film of him getting on a plane with a ref and with, <laughs> with the briefcase with him as his carry on, and and it sees on his little ticket it says Minnesota. And he's just going to Minnesota and just like going to go around driving anywhere. And anytime he sees him, he's going to cash it in with the ref. They're going to. He, know, he catches Brock in his private training facility, and he's in there working with Cole Conrad and that that, that doofus that that other doofus that he trains with. And it's like, oh, this is awkward. He's training for a UFC return. Ah, by the way, he's still not in the USADA pool, guys. So all this talk of discussions of Lesnar for the heavyweight title and discussions of Lesnar for the John Jones fight. There aren't even discussions of him being drug tested right now. So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices. Plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points, more savings and more inspiring flavors. Make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take that for whatever you want. 
The leader of Worlds defeated Heath Slater and Rhino. I do not know what a 50-50 match does for Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy at this point, but that's what we got. But th- this was not the point of this. And we won't even really talk about that. That was whatever. Fine. Also, I need to watch WWE 24 tonight. Curtis Axel shows up on the Titantron as Matt Hardy. But let's be honest, the real meal ticket here, what we're paying to see, Bo Dallas dressed as Bray Wyatt. We got it. And Bray couldn't keep a straight face in the ring, Alex. He went in on his brother, too. Like, he just he hit all the greatest hits. Like, <laughs> we're here, and we're going to do some things you won't like. Like, it was, just, it was, it was really good. I really liked all of this. Um, I love it. I'm, I, I, uh, listen, the Authors of Pain are on goddamn main event this week. And you got the revival jobbing to a couple of single stars who were having a little snit fit between each other. And so apparently, can... Ziggler and McIntyre are single stars. Yes, they are. They are single stars. I'm not a real tag team. So the tag division on Raw is 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 the comedy portion of the evening. But if you do it this well, I'm willing to forgive it because I'm I'm looking forward to this possible please 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 uh, Hardy compound match that involves Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel basically in an episode of Scooby-Doo because yeah. that's going to be great. And by the way, uh, I caught uh, the Hardy Boys 24 today, uh, watched it uh, on demand. Uh, it's really, really good. Can't wait to like check it out. really honest stuff. Heard like, it was really a lot powerful. about TNA and Impact. There was a lot of that in there. There was a whole segment on Boy. the infamous Jeff Hardy and Sting match. Like a like like a good five yeah. minutes just spent on that. Like it, it's tough for me to take in a lot of this content because I'm watching for just for the Weekender podcast. I'm watching 205 Live, Impact, Lucha Underground. Sometimes that shit was filmed six months ago. How much of it yeah. can I watch? <laughs> but NXT, like I've got so many Ring of Honor, all these extra hours, and now maybe UK. Who knows? It's hard for me to take this in. Like, I love photo shoot. That is such a unique way. Mm-hmm. I'm a little pissed I didn't think of that. For for actually a podcast that we shelved with Russo that I filmed in March, I straight up ripped that idea. I mm. was like, all right, I'm going to show Vince Russo some photos, and he'll react to them. Uh, but I love that idea. So not, It's not often I'm just willing to blatantly rip off something, but I like that so much I was. I loved Legends Roundtable. Wish they would do more of those. But if they tap into... TNA stories, mm. oh man, that's that's a good part of the last fifteen years that I'm ready to see. I am ready to see, guys. If you all aren't able to watch the video version of our show, you all can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, Google. We're all over the place. Uh, of course, FightfulPods.com. Check us out. We are on several different formats. Also, for Fightful Select listeners and viewers, uh, I have fixed the download option that will be. Uh, corrected moving forward. Jinder Mahal defeated Chad Gable. This was a, a nice sprint outside the chin lock 40 seconds in. Jinder Mahal cuts a promo about optimism and tranquility, but gets his ass kicked pretty early with some nice slams from Gable. Uh, I would like Gable to maybe not fold up Jinder Mahal the way he did. That was scary on that belly-to-back suplex. Fortunately, it appears that that gender uh, is okay. Gable hits a moonsault, but gender yanks Gable into the ropes, hits a boot and the Colossus. WWE uses that a lot. That, hey, I'm going to pull you by your wrist into the ropes and that's cheap. But it's not. It's completely legal. No, it's totally legal. It's, um, it's also, uh, 
it's basically, although Gable got in a lot more offense, it's the same match that Bobby Roode had with Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to hit a transitional move uh, and then my, my finisher and that, that kills you, um, which I'm fine with killing Kurt Hawkins, but not fine with killing Kurt, uh, you know, uh, Chad Gable. Because Chad Gable's yeah. great and probably should be able to handle Jinder Mahal and at least give him 10 minutes. Um, but whatever. The thing, the, the takeaway from this whole thing is that uh, Jinder Mahal uh, lost to Roman Reigns and came out and he did this whole, like, I've accepted that. I'm moving on. I found inner peace. Um, I'm about to tweet out a uh, YouTube video from September 19th of 2016. This is right after Jinder came back and what was the was a new jobber after he got his his thing. He was doing this thing going backstage talking to everybody on the roster about Shanti and how they should accept, you know, all this stuff and he's doing the same gimmick that he did almost 2 years ago when he was a jobber but now he's a former champion and they can't think of anything else for him to do but like be the guy who accepts inner peace and crap. He will always maintain that little slice of credibility in that regard, though, that he was a former champion. Yeah. I mean, if he got fired tomorrow, he'd get bookings just based on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's he true. That on the bill. Somebody says, Sean, how many matches do you think you watch a year? At least 2,000 to 2,500, I would imagine. At least. Alex, people are also asking me, and then because this is an interactive show and I appreciate our readers and viewers, share us on Twitter, let people know about us on Facebook. What are the Ninja Turtles figures behind you? Oh, that's uh, Undertaker and uh, Macho Man. Uh, As who? Donatello and who? Donatello and uh, Michelangelo. They also okay. did uh, a couple other ones. I think Raph was Sting, but it was like uh, WWE Sting. So I was like, eh. Yeah. And then uh, and Leonardo was was Cena, and I was like, okay, fine, I'm <laughs> yeah. But hey, t- Taker and Macho Man, nah, that's my that's my wheelhouse right there. Bailey tries to console Sasha Banks back backstage. They match, and by that I mean Bailey's gear matches Sasha's hair. Mm. Sasha's standoffish. Bailey trying to mend those fences. I'm very confused. How does now? Now I had a lot of people saying Ronda Rousey assaulted someone. <laughs> Riot Squad have shown up and torn up their co-workers' shit for two weeks in a row. Why haven't they been punished to some degree? Last week, I believe they were walking through, and one of them had a box full of, like, little little uh, snack-sized Doritos, and they threw those all over the place. You know, oh, my God, the carnage, the humanity. But tonight, they straight up just stole a dude's laptop and <laughs> smashed it. Like, that's destruction of personal property. And I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Like, he could press charges. You can go to jail for that. Like, I mean, yes, I understand um, that Ronda Rousey assaulted her boss. Uh, it's a, it, But, like, it's not – this is the disease of whataboutism. Like, yeah. let's – the thing we're talking about here is Sarah Logan, like, spending time in jail unless she can – unless her uncle can post bail from the tater farm. I mean, that guy backstage was just trying to listen to Knockdown Sports Radio on TuneIn, Google Play, YouTube, all that stuff. And they'd go and do that. That's uncalled for. We did get some clarification on Uncle Tater's Farm. It yeah. is Uncle Tater's Farm. Uh-huh. Wait, right? No, it's her uncle's Tater Farm. Son of a bitch. Okay, so it is a Tater Farm. It is a Tater Farm. It is not, his, oh. his name is not Tater. 
You know she fried those taters in some ghee from <laughs> omg.com. Follow him at OMG Butter. So Sasha begrudgingly helps Bailey during this match. There's some friction, even though they like hug awkwardly on the on the ramp. Yep. But Bailey eats a spine buster. Sasha's all over the place to these emotions. Tries to make a tag. Sasha gets it anyway, takes Liv out with the Meteora, but Logan lands a cheap shot. Liv rolls up Sasha for the win. This was okay. It was a mediocre match, but it wasn't about the match, as as a lot of this this show was. Bailey gets shoved down by Sasha, and backstage they just straight up brawl. They whip each other's ass. Alex. Uh-huh. Later, Sasha drives off and says Bailey isn't her friend, and Bailey just beams a water bottle. Yep. And I'm like, hey, that's a rental, lady. Yep. Yeah, so this is my this is my thing that I always keep talking about with WWE writing, where they can't tell a story simply from A to B to C to D. They always wind up doing A, B, 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 C, B again for some reason, C, 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 D, and then eventually they get to the end, which is chapter E. I want, I want a formal apology from every single person who said, oh, it'll be better at SummerSlam. Yeah. It, it makes more sense to do it at SummerSlam. I want you to go to Twitter. I want you to follow Knockdown underscore radio and OMG Butter. But then I want you to, to tweet me and say, Sean, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. They yeah. should have faced each other at WrestleMania. Yeah. That would have been the right move. Yep. This stuff was not substantive. It wasn't. It wasn't good. At, at what point? Where? Like, how many months ago did they have that brawl in the locker room? Like that was months ago, like six months ago or something. That it felt like it was that long ago. That 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 was the lead up to WrestleMania. So it was at least in February. Like they have brawl in the locker room, and it was like, oh, there's a rift. And then they were like, okay. And then there was that one point where Bailey came out in Shasta's corner, but looked like she was this thirteen-year-old who like really didn't want to be there. Like, I don't want to go visit my my cousins. Like, that's what she looked like. Like, she was just like, huh, I don't want to be here. And that, like, like that's that's the progression of your storyline. And then tonight they have Bailey come in and go like, let's forget all that and just be best pals again. So then they went by like back to like A and a half, and then they went all the way now to E. Like it's the you guys just tell a damn story. I know you're I know you're all actual TV writers, so you know how to do that. Literally almost every way that they could have really set this off in the battle royal, in a money in the bank. They didn't do it. They never do it. They never do it. Yep. Never ever. Never ever. So up next, Kurt Angle gets a call from Stephanie McMahon. Constable Corbin smirks along. He is real good in this role. He's this so is good for this. this, so good is, at this. It's perfect for him. Yep. Angle says he's making big announcements tonight, and he says that they have decided when Brock Lesnar will defend his title next. Roman Reigns wants his shot, but Bobby Lashley wants his. They're both entered into a multi-man match at Extreme Rules. That's fine. You, when you're trying to get everybody on, or you don't try to get everybody on a show, but. Roman Reigns best served in a multi-man match right now. Yeah. The funniest thing about this whole thing was it was just this, like, okay, well, we've decided um, uh, when Brock will defend his title next. 
we've decided who will be facing him as well. Dodo, Dodo. Like he didn't even let let Kurt finish the sentence for it. They, they hit his music, and you can just feel everyone in the ring go off, oh, off. Oh, for God's sake! Like really, we're gonna do this? Like no, we we are. Now this is the thing that I loved about this segment the most was that when Bobby Lashley comes out, Bobby Lashley all of a sudden's got some bass in his voice. Like he's Bobby. saying, like, like finally, like this is the guy I thought we were getting when I when I heard he was coming back from TNA. This is the TNA Bobby. Like the guy was like, you know what? You know what I love more than anything in the world? My sisters. Except for maybe my country. Like that guy? You could you could keep that dude. I don't yeah. need that guy. I need this guy who comes in and uses Big Dog derisively. I like that guy. He should come in and be like, I hear you're the guy here. Guess where? Guess what? I'm Crack the guy. him over the fucking head with a cafeteria tray. Something like that. Stand up does. to him. I, I like it. The Revival come out and cut a promo. It wasn't great. Roman Reigns no, was really good it. here, mocking them, I thought. I thought that was, that was sure. fine. It was short and sweet. Uh, this is a one-upping pissing contest between Lashley and Reigns, and I think it really works for them. And the story of the match I liked as well. Revival are a better team, and they capitalize off this pissing contest. They distract Reigns, chop block Lashley, do a decapitator to decapitation to Lashley. Coach, however, like just blows the lid off of kayfabe so often. Yeah, This guy was insufferable on Twitter yesterday. Whether or not you all like Dave Meltzer or not, I don't think there's any dispute. I mean, Dave, uh, Jonathan Coachman says he's never accurate on anything and doesn't talk to anybody in the business. The man is on Steve Austin's show all the time. Mm-hmm. He was on Ric Flair's show all the time. And Corey Graves was really hammering at him. Last night, when he accused Ronda Rousey of resting while she's having the wind driven out of her in storyline by a bear hug. And then tonight, he said, word is backstage that everybody's vying for this spot. And Corey Graves goes, this just happened. You're lying. You're a fraud. (laughs) So good on Corey Graves for at least trying to protect what little bit of integrity is there. Range uses that guillotine leg drop again. But two big Superman punches land, although the first one almost led to Reigns being pinned. Then Lashley tags himself in and uses... Really, his finisher that he's used for a long time, the spear, but it's Roman Reigns' finisher. Yes. Looks yeah. at him, pins. I like the story of this match. Um, I, I liked it as well. I could have I could have gone without uh, having my hand held through that moment by Michael Cole. Bobby Lashley with the spear. Why? <laughs> That's normally how Roman Reigns wins matches. You want to see a good one? There was a Shawn Michaels Survivor Series match. I can't remember... It may have been the Knights or something, but somebody tosses Shawn Michaels a water and they act, act like it was just cheating. <laughs> and the the guest commentator was like, "What? Whoever hosted Family Feud at the time?" And he goes, "What? Water gives him strength." <laughs> and I, I, uh, I, God, it was unreasonable. <laughs> at least that's funny. Like having yeah. Michael Cole like like remind us that Roman Reigns also spears people sometimes. It's yeah. Just- Come on, Michael. Well, I'm going to write an article this week about what was fed to them specifically to say last week because I have some notes on that. Mm. Fightful.com. We got scoops. 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 With a Z. Hey, sir, have some respect. I know you're not an assistant editor anymore, but 
We got scoops and we spell it the regular way, the raisin bran way, the respectable way. All right. God damn it. Fine. I, I like my scoops with a Z. Mojo Raleigh defeated No Way Jose. Commentators speculate that Mojo has a missing puzzle piece. He works over Jose, runs into a couple of boots. This crowd is dead. Like, Mojo's big punch is cool. He hits that fireman's carry face crusher. Too short for me to rate. My match ratings go up tomorrow morning, but uh, Mojo is yellow, by the way. He yeah, cut, um, cuts a promo about staying focused. I think he should focus on getting a few more moves because I don't know if this is going to work out for him if he just has like three or four. Yeah. Mojo beat Chad Gable on main event last week. Mm. To, to show you what 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 they've got planned for the for those two dudes, pissing uh, me the head off. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Damn. Somebody asked for you to do an article in the history of the spear. I don't think you know what Alex does here. <laughs> <laughs> All due respect. Backstage, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens argue, and a match is set up for Corbin and Owens against Balor and Strowman. Later on, whatever. Elias sings a great song. He wants he wants Lesnar, and he wants in this match at Extreme Rules. He's getting through some songs, man. He, yeah. he paid his dues, didn't he? Yes, uh, I, I I think it's interesting um, that we he because Rollins has now lost the title. I thought I thought the the finish of the IC title match set up perfectly for an extension of that feud going in through the summer. Uh, but now Rollins doesn't have a belt anymore, so Elias is out of that. Um, it's an interesting thing that they're leaning really hard into this whole, hey, Elias looks kind of like the agreed-upon what Jesus looks like thing. They, they straight like, up went there. Like, like, what would Elias do? Like, oh, well, hello. <laughs> like, okay, fine. We're, we're doing that now. And, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why not? But, I mean, if he – Comes out and starts doing the old Raven crucifix pose. I mean, I guess we're going full Jesus with him. Full Jesus. Constable Corbin and Kevin Owens defeated Finn Balor and Braun Strowman. Constable Corbin still wearing his business attire. I, I love this so much. I just love that he's like, I mean, Corporate Kane came out without the shirt. I love that he starts out wearing the full thing with like the waistcoat and everything. Yeah. And then as he starts to sweat and as he starts to get a little constricted, he takes off the waistcoat, keeps the shirt on. This is all very good because Constable Corbin is all about business. I love, I, I love this for his. Somebody, character. honey, I blew up the kid, low key, and we got Constable Corbin. <laughs> Constable Corbin is like a couple years away from doing webinars that only Fightful will sarcastically pay for. So we get an article out of it. Search keyword low key at fightful.com. That was a thing we did. We had David Bixenspan sarcastically sit in on a low-key webinar and report it. Mm. So I think Owen shouldn't have been wrestling after that bump last night. Why? That was such a crazy bump. Just have him take the night off. Yeah, it's weird. I guess they're, they're, they they gotta, they got to have him here for this for this feud. They couldn't have had Zane do start. this? No, no, Z- this is the whole thing. Like to me, when 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 Owens comes out and says like I got nobody to back me up, like like basically Zayn got vertical vertical suplex like three times and he's <laughs> he's gone. He can't play anymore. All those people who got suplexed three times in a row by Chavo Guerrero are lucky to be alive, right? 
my God, <laughs> because Zane ate two of those things and he's he's out on his ass. But like yeah. I'm looking up and down the roster. Who else we got? Sami Zayn was the best option. He was. Yeah. Sami Zayn should have been in that spot. And maybe they should have just had Kevin Owens or, or just not just not wrestle. He could have talked or whatever, but yeah. even been there for support and got he could have been at ringside to support Sami Zayn and then got bar- knocked through the barricade. Sure. All three sure. of them. He sells really good on a missed senton. Corbin cut off Balor with a punch, hit a great deep six, as you know he usually does. I've never seen him hit a bad one. Strowman is full like Hogan on the apron tag mode. Like, yeah. come on, brother. <laughs> but I love what he did to get the tag. He just it's runs so in, good. disregards the rules, and throws... Balor across the ring. <laughs> so good. I good. love I love how indignant the announce team was like, oh, the ref shouldn't be allowing this. And that's when I realized the conspiracy. The ref in that match, none other than John Cone, Nicholas's father, who's obviously son of a bitch. Obviously biased in favor of his son's best friend Braun. And so he lets Braun get away with everything. I expect a full investigation from the constable next week. I expect a full investigation <laughs> from you this week. I thought you I thought you might say that. That's what I expect. <laughs> uh, who's going to be next? Tim Donahue on the payroll? I know. This, 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 listen, I'm not saying anything untoward happened, but you want to avoid the appearance of impropriety. Come on. WWE, just bad look. It's a bad look. It is a bad look. Mm. So Corbin leaps off the apron and takes out Strowman. This was a, a showcase that for, was for Baron Corbin yeah. tonight. Corbin, I, I keep, I've always said it. I always maintain Corbin is sneaky good in the ring. Like they, they have him do a lot of the same stuff over and over again. But, but you have little spots find here and there. I love, love. He's straight right to a guy jumping over the ropes to the inside. I love that of that spot. A lot of people can't get over the physique. A lot of people can't get over the hair. Now they can get over the hair. Yeah. He's wearing a goddamn suit. I don't know if it's WWE champion level stuff, but I mean, he's a lot better than what they uh, didn't. He's better than big castle. The big cast had the match of his life last night. So his, maybe his, it's a little early for me to say that his ceiling is he's a, he's a top level brawler. Like I could absolutely see him getting WWE championship title shots, like a program to, to get it, you know, and maybe he gets like a, a, a two week run or something, you know, like at some point, but there's nothing wrong with being upper mid-level great brawler, dude. I mean, like, like, I, I mean, I don't want to invoke like guys from the past, but like, there's, there's a place for that. There's always going to be, uh, I mean, listen, the deep six and the end of days, are two great moves awesome that this guy's moves. got. Every time they look really, really great and high impact, like he can, he's going to pop a crowd with those things. I, I bet Cass looks at deep six and goes, son of a bitch, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah. Because that's Baron's setup move, yeah. and it's better than most people's finish. It's, it's a great True. move. Double foot stomp from Balor leaves, uh, on Constable leaves both down. Strowman knocks Owens to the barricade. Balor gives Corbin a DDT, but walks into end of days, and the constable wins. Mm-hmm. We'll see where this goes. Don't want to speculate. No, I don't want to speculate, but I'm going to. Um, it, it feels to me like they're setting up Braun to not be in this multi-man thing, Extreme Rules. 
Um, because he he's got mention it. Yeah, he's yeah he's got the title shot. Well, like see, he's, he's guaranteed one. That's you know? what people always say, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just want to stack them up? I I would too. Yeah, like like there was that uh, um, Rollins while carrying the briefcase in 2014 had that triple threat match between him and Cena and Brock for the title at Royal Rumble when he all when he had his own personal shot at Brock whenever he wanted it. He also had this triple threat match. Like there's there's ways of doing this where you can actually get a legal title shot and save the money in the bank contract for when you really need it. But it doesn't feel like that's bronze type of thing to do. So my thought is they're probably going to set up a one-on-one match, uh, Corbin versus Braun for Extreme Rules. Guys, to update you guys on the uh, media conference calls for New Japan, we did stream the Cody Rhodes one today, but uh, Access put in a request to us to not stream uh or at least not to release the audio in full so we'll bring you highlights we'll bring you clips and stuff like that but uh per their request we're not going to do the full stream i may see if i can work something out for kenny omega and the bucks but jay white juice robinson those won't necessarily have that priority but i will have highlights on those this week head over to our forum talk some nba draft and free agency with me i will be on knockdown sports radio this week talking some NBA, hopefully, hopefully maybe some Kentucky Wildcats even. Who knows? I talk about stuff like that on our members-only show here and, here and there on Fightful Select, so you all can look out for that. Check out our friends at omg.com. You can follow them at omgbutter. You can follow our other sponsors at uh, Knockdown underscore radio. That really helps when you all let them know that you heard about them through us. Let's them know that we are worth their time and money. So uh, that is greatly appreciated. As you know, our pay scale is above some of the other wrestling websites in the world. Try to do the right thing. So we got to get paid. And I mean that from a freelancer standpoint, not from a ya boy standpoint. I'm surviving (laughs) off of peanuts. I'm starving over here. Starving over here. Starving. It's like a diet Snapple, not even the regular. Not even the real stuff. At least you can can, uh, pad your caloric intake. By, by slathering more uh, OMG on on uh, all of your foods. Well, I do. And it's it's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And as I'm talking to the OMG folk right now, we're going to talk about a, a giveaway pretty soon. So that's going to happen on the MMA podcast. You can watch the MMA show, get a great discount code for that gi. But Alex Palowski, you can follow you at Palowski the Fourth. What do you get going on this week? Uh, my folks are coming into town for a little two week visit. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, they're going to they see the, see their granddaughter, uh, who's taken sick bumps. She, she, Ooh. she's, she's nuts. She loves to climb on things that she can't climb and then falls back. Oh, wow. Have to be there to spot uh, monkey, spot monkey. She's got an addiction. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I speaking of spot monkeys, uh, of, uh, 205 live is my jam. For those of you who don't know, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali, I know Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy versus Adeo Tommy promises to be something spectacular. So if you don't, you, you all there don't watch Two Five Live, you got to start doing it. It's so good. And tomorrow's going to be amazing. So watch that, please. Yeah, it used to be. I used to be like, oh man, I got to take in this Two Five Live for the weekender. I love it, especially the main event. The main event's always pay per view quality. Oh, it's good. And apparently they. By my assumption, they are a brand upon their own now. They aren't on Raw. They aren't on the pay-per-views. 
they are 205 live. They just happen to have be put on there. Yeah. I, I could see them doing a big series of tapings at full sale in the future. Right. I just I, doing that. My 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 idea is they should have every two months have a pay-per-view, a 205 live only pay-per-view that they tape at full sale. It's kind of a thing that guys full sale used to have takeovers. And yeah. now they don't they don't get takeovers anymore. It's like that crowd for a live network special would be so into it to be able to do something there for them. And that crowd would be insane watching the stuff that you, you see every week. Yeah. Gotta do it. Of course, guys, we had the SmackDown post show this week. We had NXT TakeOver and the Money in the Bank post shows. I was on the Triple H Media Call. That is on Fightful.com. That is on YouTube.com slash Fightful. The list in your boy this week, if you all watched last week, you all saw Melissa just, yeah. Boy, that was some miserable production. (laughs) But Jimmy Van refuses to let her go without a chance at redemption. Melissa is producing again this week. What's going to happen? Will it be a redemption story? Or will she do what most sequels do and completely screw everything up and ruin all goodwill that all of our viewers have with the franchise? Tune in Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern to the list and your boy and find out. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. I'm creeping towards that 10,000 mark. I'm creeping. I love you guys. We're out. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.